Hey, and welcome to the Dice of Screaming Podcast. Hey, guess what? It's a new year, and it's a surprise episode. Surprise! It's just me. Mike's not able to make it this week, so we're going on along without him, and we're just going to ramble on about the most favorite topic of every New Year's, New Year's resolutions. Boy, New Year's resolutions. I love to hate them, don't you? Well, some people do. And I think they get a bad rap, primarily because a lot of people feel like they fail at them. Well, here at the Dice of Screaming podcast, we're here to tell you that there's no such thing as failing, it's just giving up. Some people just give up on them. And, well, hey, sometimes you have to set your expectations accordingly to what your life is at the moment. But that's not failure, that's just living. Making changes to your life can be difficult, but it gives you a sense of control over who you are and where you're going, especially in a new year. Because a new year, for a lot of people, is a fresh start. A blank slate, an old shake-up of the Etch-A-Sketch, if you will. Just put it above you and shake it up. And, you know, start again. Try making some squiggly lines this time instead of some straight lines. Do some stuff that it's different. So... No matter how you start out, giving yourself resolutions that are easy to manage, but also are worthy of being self-improved, I give you a sense of control of where you're going in your life or what you're doing, you know, where you see that there may be some things you could be doing better. Well, that's all well and good, but here today we're going to be talking about gaming resolutions, things that you can do. You don't have to do all of them. This is just a suggestion. Some things I thought about as resolutions for the new year. But I think number one should be for all of you. And hey, this is me telling you what to do for once. Take care of yourself. Not only just physically, but mentally as well. There's many ways you can do that. Uh, Taking walks, uh, reading, setting aside time prepare for your game or do activities that help bring you peace and comfort those are all important mentally but physically as well try to eat a little bit better um, watch what you eat also watch portion controls all that stuff that we can talk about but most importantly remember the great words of Count Rogan he said if you haven't got your health then you haven't got anything so remember that Try to take care of yourself as best as you can. Be good to yourself and, hey, you know, give yourself a pass now and then. You know, not all uh, things are going to happen to you this year are going to be great. And that's just life. But you can help make yourself a little bit better by trying to roll with the punches. And also give yourself a pass like, hey, you know, did the best you could. Learn from it. Move on. Improve. That's year to year. And that's the best goal you can ever have. So... Maybe that's a resolution that you just should have every year, but, you know, like you guys to take care of yourselves and also, you know, read more. Do some stuff that just brings you joy. Just those uh, things that aren't involved always with the hobby that put a stress or burden on you. Like, oh, I've got to finish this adventure path or I've got this campaign I want to run, but i got to clear out some dead weight on my uh, desk before I can get to that. Yeah, clear that stuff off. Start anew. Do it start with a fresh face on face forward on your projects get them started and move on from there uh, 
that could be a good way to get started on the new year. So, hey, whatever works. And I guess that brings me to what I would say about the other problem with New Year's resolutions are is people prioritize them. They give them numbers. They put one above the other. I think if you really invest yourself in the process of being, well, being part of that great tradition of New Year's resolutions, being involved in it, you've already given credence to a lot of these things. And some may have more importance than others, and others may, of course, have a different uh, weight that they bring, you know, I need to lose 40 pounds. Okay, well, you need to lose 40 pounds. Well, that's going to require a lot of work. So that probably will end up taking a lot of your energy. So trying to keep your gaming resolutions simple to work within those frameworks of other resolutions you may have or may not have. It's up to you. But whatever it is, make sure that it's something that will fit into your schedule and it's not going to overburden you. So, in prioritizing them, I just recommend not putting too much emphasis on the numbers. It's just as where they kind of fall in meeting importance and being agile enough to change them if they become a problem. So, let's get started with the good one I always go to, which is try something different. That's right. Try a new game this year. I constantly say this one, but, you know, after a while, for a lot of people, it ends up being clutter on your bookshelf. Well, maybe get something you haven't played in a while off your bookshelf and onto the table. Maybe try out that odd role-playing game that's been sitting there and you've been wanting to do a campaign for it. Well, here's the opportunity. This year is as good as any. Try it. Get it out there. Uh, talk to you. If you're running it, talk to your players. If you're a player, talk to your DM. Have a conversation. Maybe you'll be surprised that some people will really want to try something new. And if they don't, well, one of these other resolutions might be able to tie it to it and make it work but the overall goal is try something new try something different and um, I always encourage people to try that always be open to new experiences but it doesn't always work and you know it, apparently uh, with some of my friends it is burdensome it causes a lot of conflict so if that's the case then please don't do that just feeling like you have to force the issue with if you're forcing an issue with somebody it's just not going to work and I'll give an option a minute to uh, put a pin in that, so we'll go back and revisit it. But we'll move right along to another one, which is kind of going to be a strange one. And this is, uh, oh well, let's get on with it. Go paper and pencil. Just paper and pencil. Now, I know that we live in an age, and we've been talking about having PDFs and how they can you can bring a whole bunch of rule books on just a little device and look up stuff online all the time. I'm not saying give all that up. What I mean is going paper and pencil is bring a physical character sheet and a pencil and maybe just one rule book. If you can manage all that stuff on others, bring just one rule book so you have one thing that if you need to look up, like, oh, I need to know this uh, spell's effect, it's in the main rule book, yeah, that's it. If it's in another rule book or a really obscure tome, well, yeah, that's what digital devices are for. It's really cool. So don't short yourself. Just say, go paper pencil. Just, just try it. And maybe you'll like it. You don't have to do it all the time. Just, you know, for the sake of old school and that appeal of scribbling down something in the margins. Uh, I was often called the Scrivener because I would use very exacting penmanship and get everything nicely written in. Um, there's a certain aesthetic to that. 
yeah, go for that. But if you're also just like, yeah, I'm just going to write stuff down and if it fits in the margins, it fits. If I have to write around it, that's cool too. Or I have to write another piece of paper. Hey, that's fine. Whatever it takes, however you want to do it, make it fun, make it work for you, but give it a try. Uh, you don't have to do it all the time because I understand that sometimes space and playing online. Hey, yeah, you know, how do you play uh, with uh, paper and pencil online, smart guy? Well, okay, well, <clears throat> you can keep track of stuff on a piece of paper your hit points in your life and if you really are hardcore you can use that but uh for your hit points but yeah there you go um also just a little uh, cheat scotch tape over your hit point tracker and your experience point bar yeah you can erase through that many times and it won't mess up your character sheet so just throwing it out there it's all something if you want to try it give it a shot and with that goes game in person. Uh, more. <laughs> try to do it. Uh, I don't know if that for a lot of folks that would be something they want to try. Some people have social anxiety and they feel going out and meeting new people can be a challenge. And yeah, I don't want anybody to feel uncomfortable saying like, hey, follow it out there. Uh, put yourself in a place where you're not very comfortable. Don't do that yet. But there are many tools, both online and physically. I mean, you can go to actual physical game shops and put down uh, a note. Maybe somebody will read it, and somebody who reads that will probably be a little bit more interested in gaining a conversation or understanding that there are other gamers in the area, and then they may feel more connected. And even if the people that you meet in a game store sometimes make you feel uncomfortable or you're not really sure that that's that type of person that you want to game with, you made a contact and you put yourself out there. Which kind of relates to the above, which is like trying something different. Sometimes you may find that there are other groups out there, especially if you've been DMing for a while. One of the laments says, I always DM all the time and I don't have the time to play with other people. So I'm stuck doing this. Well, you know, push yourself out there a little bit. Maybe you can find an online game too. You can do it online. There's a lot of resources if you want to get out there. But gaming in person too. I think it's something that we may be losing a little bit of a sight of for the convenience. And hey, all for convenience, all for progress. But there's also something to say that you know, going and uh, kind of scouring around, looking, kicking the bushes, looking for uh, new gamers, it's kind of a lost art. And maybe that is the way of uh, things. It'll go the way of the dodo, just extinction in full view, but hey, you know what? Um, It's still worth a try, I think. But uh, your experiences may vary, and so that's just something you're not interested yet. Feel free to give it a pass. It's not something from the comfort level, and as I said before, pulling the pin on trying something different, well, here's an opportunity. Whether it's physically or online, you can find maybe another game that you haven't run, but you've been curious about, or maybe a game you want to run, but some of your other group doesn't want to play it. Here's your opportunity. So, take advantage of that. Don't feel constrained and also put yourself out there change it up shake it up do something new and uh i guess that'll bring us down to another one of mine this is more a personal one so but uh, maybe you find somebody that's running more one shots now one shots are kind of dicey because sometimes you can show up one week and or the group uh, shows up or arrives on time and you expected six people and there's only four or maybe even three <sighs> what do you do well call the night um, 
setting BS online like I do a lot of times, or you can do a one-shot. And uh, sometimes not just a one-shot adventure, a one-shot campaign. Real small ones, uh, the Starfinder Society offers a whole lot of opportunity uh, for small, quick one-shots that are only able to be played in two or three hours. They're episodic, and not everybody has to show up to, but everybody gets a little bit of a boost at the end. A little bit of the story is unveiled slowly at a piece at a time, and hey, um, you only end up playing three or four of them. You'll still get to the end of the first chapter, and you know if you only end up playing one, it was still an introduction to a new system, and maybe got some people interested in, into a new side game. So, one shots, but one shots also have some prep time involved. Just because it's a one shot doesn't mean that oh yeah, it's just a one and done. Yeah, okay, yeah, it is that. But what I mean is, you can't approach it from the fact that like, well, I can just do this at a drop of a hat. You have to be ready, and that means preparation. And so, preparation is part of that great GM toolbox that you must have. You must have the ability to improvise as well as prepare. So, preparation means you should select a game, maybe the one you don't play very often, or one that is easy to use the rules in. There's several ones like Honey Heist, and you know the rest. Uh, those are real easy for one shots. Yeah, you'll just play it and forget it. The other part is. If you know a adventure, say like let's take a classic, like uh, Caves of Chaos. Okay, everybody talks about keeping the borderlines. Oh, it's so easy. Yeah, it's easy to insert, but it's a lengthy adventure. It's meant to take place over several months, so you're not going to get one and done, but you could get several one shots out of it. You know, maybe raiding the Cobalt Cave or. You know, if you want a little higher adventure, level adventure, uh, maybe going right for the evil temple. All right, so that's one way of looking at it. But also bringing the rule book. Well, if we're talking about an online thing, yeah, it's not too hard, but everybody would like to at least have a peek at the rules. Be able to provide these starter sets, I think, with、uh, like Starfinder and things like that. That could help out people because you could just use the starter characters and put them into some Starfinder society adventures and. Get your adventure rolling off to a rollicking fun start with pre-gens and all that, but people may want to make their own player characters. Well, I think for one shots there kind of has to be an agreement. We like to do a one shot. You providing the characters and most of the rules, if they're not known already,、uh, giving people that opportunity to quickly look over them about an hour. And about expect two, maybe three hours of playtime, and then a wrap up, and then yeah, it's done. You may not get back to this again for several episodes. And above all things, when you do run one shots, especially ones where not all the gang can get together that night,、um, don't let them interrupt your campaign, normal campaign, unless really people really want to. Then put that one on hiatus, run it for a bit, and then make sure you get back to it. But Run more one shots. It stretches your creative muscle. Makes you, as a DM or player, learn new rules and how to run different systems.、And、the more you learn, the more you use that old creative bean. And if you don't use it, you lose it. So that's part of my do more one shots. I've gotten away from it a little bit because we tried to keep singularly focused. And if we can't do the things I'm prepared for, then we just drop everything. This also means I have to spend a lot more time. Preparing and pre-reading in advance 
without any expectation I'm going to play this at any time soon, but just being familiar enough with it, as well as conversant with it. So when it does come down to that time, in the brief time that the players are talking and introducing their characters, or I'm setting up the uh, preliminaries, like signing roles and explaining basic parts of the rules, while players are getting accustomed to their new characters as a game master, I can take that time to reacquaint myself with the adventure, and since I already have read it several times or conversant with it enough, then I can just get back up to full speed and I'm ready to go. So that's something, uh, especially if you want to play a game you're real desperately. RuneQuest starter set's really good for that pretty short intro. Punchy adventures with a solo game for the players to play if they're hesitant about it or need to be uh, have the rules explained to them. Starter sets are great for this, but you can also take the characters from the starter sets and put them in different introductory scenarios. And also things like OSE. It's easy to carry. The rule looks very small. Characters are easy to create. Just keep a small clump of character sheets with you. And even some pre-gens. And just throw them out there. Take your pick. Let them go and uh, have fun. So yeah, one-shots is something I want to try more this year. Maybe you can uh, let me know on the next streaming page. Which, hey, I'm going to speak about been informed that uh, by Spotify that we have an interaction feature now. We have polls, and uh, you can also tell us what you think about the episode. And hey, we probably stink most of the time, so tell us when we stink so we can stink less. But yeah, no kidding, uh, it's on there. Uh, someone has told me that they couldn't see it the other day, so it's under the interact tab. And just click that old interact tab if you're using a computer or Chromebook, laptop, whatever, your regular stuff. If you're using mobile, I think the Spotify, you have to go into the Spotify yourself, but I'm not sure. But if you can find Interact tab and interact with the episode, I think you can use the polls. But let us know either on our Facebook page or if you can, the comments. Or hey, you know, just uh, send us one of them, their uh, dang emails or uh, some kind of communication, smoke signals and uh, signs carbon to the ground work pretty well too so yeah um, <clears throat> and you know as you look at resolutions well maybe you have some resolutions this year we'd like to hear about them on the Dice of Screaming so you can of course let us know on our Facebook page the Dice of Screaming group there uh, sign up and enjoy join our small but loyal community we love you all and alright so Getting back to business, we're going to wrap it up here. We talked about one-shots. Awesome. Probably would be remiss. Click, click. If I didn't talk about our Dungeon 2023. Yeah, last year we, me and Mike, uh, took took up the challenge of doing a Dungeon 23, which was do a dungeon a day, every day for the year, and then see what you would come up with. Well, um... I think we did pretty well, but it fell off to the wayside. A lot of things happened, and long story short, we just didn't make the cut. It's something also um, I think I'm going to try to do in a different way, try to come up with uh, some stuff for various uh, games, maybe uh, a base or setting a, a month or a week. Not really sure yet. I haven't decided, but I might... Uh, 
let you into that, but uh, it also might be something that where I keep it close and personal and unveil at the end of the year. So watch this space for more news, in other words. Because I'm not really sure what I'm going to do until I do it. And when I do it, then it will probably be done. All right. Uh, enough of that. So let's talk about another personal one. Um, I'm going to do more solo gaming. And that sounds kind of bad, doesn't it? Solo gaming. Yeah, we had that in play with yourself. Okay, well, hey, look. Um, solo products are coming back out there. I see that uh, the Miskatonic repository has a lot of solo Call of Cthulhu's that, um, scenarios that, uh, you know, quite frankly, I'm interested in. And of course, Call of Cthulhu is best done solitary because nothing like the horror of facing it by yourself. That said, um, solo adventures are usually very linear. You can go left, you can go right, or you can go straight ahead. And yeah, you can figure that out for yourself, but uh, where they can go wrong. But I think there's a certain, I don't know, there's a certain pace. Reading, uh, it's very subjective, and different uh, ways of how literature is presented to you, how the uh, prose is written can elicit in, as well as the artwork, can elicit a certain state of mind that gives you a more creative insight to it that only you are privy to. Now, it's very close to the idea that a bunch of people are sitting around a table having a mass hallucination, but are experiencing the same event, but each one is completely different. Okay, um, yeah, it's like that, but it's kind of just for yourself, and sometimes you just, you know those quiet hours that's what you need and so reading uh these solo fighting fantasy game books like the lone wolf and sorcery series yeah i haven't died halfway through the city of terrors in a long time but here we are gonna try it again um yeah they have their own frustration uh, you can't really celebrate with anybody when you made it through you're like Woohoo, i conquered the city of terrors now what oh yeah there's a warlock fire fire top mountain yeah, okay, well, um, you beat it. Well, um, yeah, nobody saw you do it. So it's something that you have self-satisfaction. So with that is said, I think gaining part of it, uh, that part of the gaming mindset is that it allows me to put myself in a player's perspective and also look at how I can visualize and re-narrate what I thought I experienced through the text and through the episodic narration and linear paths to feel as though I was on my own adventuring and experiencing this and that's something that keeps me uh, my narrative tight and fresh as a DM as well as also open to understanding different experiences than being looking over the screen at my players so yeah, solo gaming is something I want to do. Um, and there's various ways you can do it. And of course, if you're a gray-bearded grognard who's beat Warlock of Firetop Mountain ten times, you know every a single outcome because you played that book till the spine cracked up. Okay, great. Hey, that's cool because, you know what, um, I wish I had that experience, but no, I'm not trying to mock you if you did. But the point is, is if that's your sole experience, like you don't want to do it because you've already done it, been there... Try something else. How about this? Try a video game. And it doesn't have to be Baldur's Gate 3 or the fresh one. But as much as we're 
in a new era, or golden era if you want, of role-playing games. I think video games have been doing very well, just not financially either. I think they've uh, come a long way, as they always seem to do. You always seem to keep saying this. And, uh, my 50-some-odd years, I've... Oh, video games have come a long way. Well, yeah, they... Yeah, that, that's that's true. Um, I played Adventure on the Atari 2600. Yeah, I think that video games have gone a long way. So it bears without saying, and it can get a little trite to listen to it over and over again. So, with that in mind, yeah, they have really changed. So, proud of video games, you know, whatever your rig is, whether it's the console, if it's a Steam Deck, or Switch, or hey, whatever. Go out and try something new, too. Because that's a singular experience and yeah I mean, you can show people online if you stream it or do some other things screenshots or it didn't happen but here we are um, you can try that out for yourself and see how you like it give you a different perspective and it all leads up to try something different so yeah well I think I beat the subject to death of New Year's resolutions I hope that you whatever New Year's resolutions are that uh, they work out for you time of year where we get to have that uh, blank slate start it over start over and uh, try to do our best and hey i hope that leads out good for you this is going to be a rough year for a lot of you folks and uh, for me in particular but uh, not really going to worry about that because gaming is the one thing where i seem to have the ability to exert some control over in my life as best as i can and of course the physical and mental needs that i have are pretty easy to meet these days so i'm thankful for that i hope that you have that in your lives too so hey for all the listeners this new year uh, represents a good start for us and really want to reach out to a lot of you who uh, let us know what you think about the podcast those of you who've been listening for a while and have been silent hey we appreciate you too because hey good listens um, means you're enjoying it regularly and we're producing content that's enjoyed by others and that's that's really the payment we need. So whatever it is, or wherever you are, and however you've enjoyed this podcast, hey, keep doing what you're doing, and uh, hey, keep those dice rolling. I'm going to let you go, and we'll see you soon. So until next time, I'm out.